two things to know before starting a podcast. First thing, always pick a name long before you've recorded or you think of recording. Honestly, just pick a name. Second thing, this shit is so fucking hard. How the fuck do you people do it? Hello friends, welcome to the very first episode of Casting with the Feminist Witch. Uh, now in this episode, we are talking about being the other woman. So I asked a bunch of women to send me voice notes. And not just women from my country, but women from everywhere. I actually just think I have like one story from one woman from my country. So yeah, I asked women to send me their stories and the experiences of being the other woman and it was actually quite fun to listen to because for the longest time the patriarchy have have had convinced me you and everyone that the other woman is this desperate woman is this woman with very low self-esteem who can't get herself a man so she thinks she's undeserving of love so she goes for another woman's man it's just it's just like this really pitiful story of who the other woman is until i actually did believe it i really did believe it until i became the other woman realized really i it had nothing to do with low self-esteem it had nothing with me believing i didn't deserve better i just met someone that i really liked and when i found out that we're dating i was like ah fuck that shit i am here to have fun and enjoy myself and i did and i've seen it with other women i've seen it with a lot of women some women just want to have fun some women don't even know they're with a man that isn't theirs life just happens to you so yeah I hope you guys enjoy this. Some of you might hate it, but, you know, different content for different people. Hey, babe. So here's my story of um, a time I had an affair with a man that was taken. Uh, He wasn't married, but he had a, a girlfriend. They had been dating for, I think, two years, two or three years. Um, and we used to be really close. Uh, we were just best friends. Like we could tell each other everything. And you know we were just each other's emotional support. And blah blah blah. And at some point I started going through a rough time with my boyfriend. And he was always there for me. And one night we got to chatting. And we were talking about you know what we like in bed. And all those things. And suddenly he's like sometimes when I'm aroused I think about you. And I'm like wow. Uh, sometimes I've, I've thought about you too. And then we just had like, we started flirting and stuff, but we knew we couldn't do anything because we were both in relationships and, you know, we didn't want to go there because we had always said we'd never be those people. Well, life came at me fast. When one day we, we were doing some schoolwork and, you know, we made out and we ended up having sex for the first time. And that led to sex for a couple of months, three, four, five months, very like exciting in the car in his house in my house like 10 minutes 15 minutes where we because we lived close to each other so we would we would um he i would be like there's no one home and he would come he'd drive here very quickly and come and then we'd fuck and then you know he would leave or so he would be like come over to mine because there's no one home and we just spend hours in his room just going at it you know or there are times when the, the house was full like we were like i would have friends over and stuff like that but they were all busy 
and we'd sneak off to the room and and do it it was it was exciting it was hot and then he had a huge a huge dick babe and it was curved and that shit hits you in all the right spots so it didn't end up going well i mean we both ended up not with the people that we were with um and we didn't end up with each other either but and it's it's not something that i'm proud of but it was it was i'll say quite an exciting experience so i met him in a group with like multiple people in the group and it was a group of friends and we weren't allowed to have sex in that group and so the first time we were having this conversation about situationships and whatever and like affairs and so then he slid into my dm and he said he was gonna slide into my dm i thought he was joking but then he did and so um he, and then he did and he was like hey baby and i'm and we talked about how he wasn't allowed to have sex in the group and i thought okay and i kind of let it go until my sister was sick and so um he said he wanted to come over and visit at the hospital and i thought it was gonna just be that and he did come to visit but we had agreed not to have sex because of the group dynamics but also because he had a girlfriend and i had asked him earlier to um tell the girlfriend that we were having a relationship and he said he had but she and i wanted it signed that she had agreed to it but like he couldn't get her to sign it off anyway so he comes over to my dad's workplace which is also the hospital that my sister was at and he's coming to say sorry and then um and to just see how everything is and he's being really really sweet and so we go out to get supplies and so we end up having sex right outside my dad's workplace like just like outside and the guards are literally watching as i mean they watched the car they watched the car and it was just like the most mind-blowing i came so many times i squeezed it was just the most amazing thing the next time we see each other i think was two days later and he comes to pick me up he brings me um what did i want i wanted yogurt so he brought me like yogurt or whatever and then we were driving to his place and i was like um i was giving him a hand job the entire time and then at some point i gave him head and then uh we went to his place and we had this amazing sex on the floor um and then the next time so we we would have like this amazing sex on the floor and we have sex on his dining table and we had sex so the last time we had sex was in his car right outside my new house it had been a few months since and we met and we had like the most amazing sex um i loved it i regret nothing it was the most amazing thing i would do it again and yeah loved it love it love it so my story okay so i'm going to share two stories right i was going to share one for a guy who was engaged at the time i met him but we never had sex so it really doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's really very heartless. I never had sex, so I never counted as you know, anyway, whatever. So let's start with this guy. This guy had liked me for years and years, right? He was a sweet, nice chage boy that liked me. He was really into me, but I was always just like, nah, fuck this nigga. Nah nah nah. 
I don't like him like that. He's a friend. You know, he was safely in the friend zone. And I think, like, once in a while, I'd, like, pick him up whenever I was bored, talk to him. I'm like, ah, let me talk to this boy. But, psh. So, anyway, fast forward to a year later, right? This nigga starts dating. And this insanely gorgeous girl, like, she was seriously beautiful. And so, before he had dated, but I was always like, ah, he dates, they break up, and then he always comes back. So, psh, whatever. So, Two months this relationship is lasting. Three months, still going strong. Six months, I'm like, what? By the seventh month, I was like, fuck, this nigga's gonna marry this girl. And so we start talking, right? And then suddenly, it's like she changed him. You guys, she changed him. He became more articulate, confident. There was something really sexy about him, hey? And so... He he's still liking Basil. He's just like ah nah, this nigga is safe in the friend zone. Even though he's got a girl that's making him look super sexy, no way. And there's always something about anyway, anyway. So, um, this one time, right? He's like, um, let's do lunch. I'm like, sure, we do lunch, and it's fucking amazing. And there's like chemistry, insane chemistry that had never been there all these years. Suddenly there's fucking chemistry. And I'm like, nah, a bitch is a bitch is good. A bitch is nice. A bitch is kind. She doesn't go after other people's men. But by this time I had already been like with one guy who had a girlfriend. And I had felt very guilty about it. I was like, yeah, karma's gonna come for me. Fuck these bitches. What what what? Anyway, I'm also kinda like a little bit tipsy. Mm. So, uh, what happened? Okay, yeah. So, we got to his place, right? And um, we're, like, talking, laughing, playing games, doing shit. And it's just, like, the day is extended, hey? So, he tells me, he's like, you know, I've always liked you, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I I don't know if he said he was in love with me or he had a crush on me since the very beginning. I'm like, fuck, nigga. Everybody knew you liked me. Psh, what? Anyway. Um... So this is what happens. He, um, he's like, can I hold you? And I'm like, hold me. He's like, I swear I will not kiss you. I will not do anything inappropriate. I just want to hold you in a way I wish I had held you before. I'm just like, okay, cool. Hold me, nigga. So anyway, he starts touching me, like my face and my body. And remember the chemistry I mentioned? It's like insane. Anyway. He starts touching me and then he almost like goes down on me. But of course, he's not doing shit, you know, and it's just like, fuck, nigga, I want you to go down on me. Then he comes back on top and he kisses me. And I swear to God, second best kiss of my life. It was so fucking hot. I would have come just from kissing. And he stops and he's like, we're not doing this. I'm like, fuck, nigga, we're doing this. Come back here. Like, what do you mean we're not doing this? So anyway, um night nothing happens i leave go home and i'm like nah i'm gonna fuck this nigga i need to fuck this nigga this is my man and i'm going to take him away from this woman okay no i didn't think that honestly i just thought he was my man and i wanted to do the things so the next time we meet and shit happens it, it was nothing special really it was just that thing like after it happened i was like fuck why did i even waste my time and honestly i'm not going to tell you how bad it ended honestly it ended in an argument then it ended with what what how did that end 
Because the time he wanted to leave her for me, but then I was just like, nah, nigga, the sex wasn't that great, so there's no way we're going to do this. And that's how it ended. But they're married now, and they make such a cute couple. Yay! Here's the thing, the one thing I've learned from my part when it comes to men who don't belong to you. It's fun. I swear to you, it is so much fun. Especially when you no longer put the guilt on yourself and thinking, oh, it's my responsibility to save this woman's relationship. It's my responsibility to, you know, uh, be the one that backs down. Because really, if he's not cheating with you, he's going to cheat with someone else. And honestly, it's not your responsibility. The responsibility is this person who's in a relationship they are the ones who are supposed to decide and say i want to be faithful to this person and i am going to stay i i have cheated on boyfriends before and i'm never going to say um uh, my what's this uh the guy i was cheating on with is responsible for my breakup i mean my cheating no way it was my personal decision i'm the one that decided to cheat on a boyfriend and i've been cheated on before and before yes before i ever cheated before i ever became the other woman i was cheated on so like in the beginning yes i felt she uh played a role in it and she was partly responsible but then i realized friends taught me she didn't owe me any loyalty she wasn't in a relationship with me The person I was in a relationship with was the one that should have been faithful to me. Anyway, this isn't um, some kind of like stupid lesson on who's right and who's wrong. This is basically just about women who are living their lives and doing shit the way they want to. Now, I'd like to address one thing. One, one tiny little thing, right? The one thing I've heard about women when women are... play the part of the other woman were always attacked with karma you know it's always like oh karma is gonna come for you give me a minute let me just drink my beer yeah we're always told karma is gonna come for you right but that's always the funny part right so when i first got cheated on where did the karma come from because i hadn't cheated on anyone before I had been a nice girlfriend. I had never gone out with a guy that was in a relationship. Um, I know women who were faithful, great women whose husbands cheated on them. So where did their bad luck come from? Why is it that karma always comes for women and never the men? You see men who cheat on their wives and somehow they say, yeah, karma is going to come for the other woman. And she's not going to get married. She's not going to get kids. But he's going to go on and live a happy life. And you see this happening. You see this man living this happy, very fulfilled life in his marriage, in his relationship after cheating on his girlfriend. But somehow karma only knows the other woman. What if the other woman doesn't have kids and isn't married because she doesn't give a fuck about marriage? What if she doesn't care about kids? 
why is it that karma only knows the other woman so this is why i would say fuck karma life is just gonna happen to the best of people you will find that you've never smoked a day in your life tomorrow you'll be dying of lung cancer you know so i think we should really take off this very stupid notion that karma always comes for the other woman karma is gonna come i mean bad things happen to everyone okay you could be the sweetest nicest girlfriend your boyfriend's still gonna cheat on you tomorrow okay yeah you could be the other woman tomorrow and then your boyfriend's gonna cheat on you because he fucking wanted to cheat on you it wasn't because karma decided this nigga's gonna cheat on you hi anita okay so i met this man when i was walking back to school school being college and not high school and i didn't actually meet him that first time he sent his driver he stopped the car this really big jeep and then sent the driver out with his card and a hundred dollar note with the instruction for me to call him later that day i was like okay this is what we're working with cool and that's how that started he and i were never in the same place um as in being in the same car or going from one place together we always just met at different um hotels and he would either be there first or get there first yeah and um it was it was good the money was amazing the sex wasn't so awful it was just really awkward because he had a big tummy it was really big and i didn't know how to navigate it i didn't know the logistics of you know sex with a big tummy i do now <laughs> i didn't know then so that was a bit awkward but because of how we first met him giving me um dollars it kind of set the tone for how transactional our relationship was going to be so my expectation all the time was if we met he would give me money and he did and it was always in dollars so you know and i didn't expect any jealous tendencies from him because i made it clear from the get-go i was like listen my only reason for being here is the money you aren't that good looking definitely not young so you know give me the money i'll give you the sugar and you know that was it so i was traveling and then i got on a bus and i saw him we looked each other into the eyes and it was like magic like sparks fly kind of magic <laughs> and yeah i sat in the back with the bus and yeah that was it and the time we traveled all the way to like almost the destination i was going to he was looking at me <laughs> and when i almost got off the bus I thought to myself, like, oh my god, what if he needs my number, or what if he needs to reach me, or something? And I didn't have, I didn't have a paper, I didn't have a, anything. I didn't have a paper or a notebook or anything, and my phone's battery was like dead. So the only thing I had with me was like a cigarette. So I put out my pen, and I wrote my number on a cigarette. And on the way out, I knew he wanted to speak to me, but I was really shy to actually just build conversation with him. So I wrote my number on a cigarette. And as I got off the bus, I gave him the cigarette. At first, he didn't want to take it. But then, yeah, I handed it to him. 
and then he got it, and then I left, and then weeks went by, um, I didn't get a call from him, the funny part is that on my number, I missed a digit, because I wanted him to actually go through the stress and pressure of actually finding my phone number, (laughs) which he felt to do, which is surprising, (laughs) but then I went to a house party in the city where I was traveling to, and then he was right there, and I freaked out, because it was so, it was like fate, and then we didn't speak at the party either, and then later on, we met on Instagram, and then, yeah, we got talking, and then we actually met this time, and he came to where I was at, because I traveled again, and then it was explosive the first time we kissed outside a club, and then we met later on, we had a few dates, and every time we kissed, it was like, it's just meant to be, and we finally had sex, <laughs> we did it, in the backseat of my car, because I went to his house to see him, and it was beautiful, it was magical, and I regret nothing about it, because it was an experience that I had to take in, and if I had a chance, I'd do it all over again. <laughs> so some women were unable to send me the ends, but they sent me the story, so I'm going to read about three of them. Uh, this one is from XXX. So it happened two years ago. I was just embracing feminism after clearing all the internal misogyny I had. I met him on a trip. He was seated just behind me. He had no special facial features that won me over, but I think it was his laugh. I got to know him and skip ahead. And oh, sorry, I got to know him and skip ahead. I liked him. He was actually the first person I had sex with. P.S. I don't like using the phrase lose virginity. For one, he didn't lie to me about his girlfriend. He just said they were uh, estranged. However wrong it felt, I did I did it for the 10% that felt right. After the hard and fast sex, it got cold and old. So I left him to fix his relationship. We don't speak anymore though, and he's still in his relationship. The second one, well, let's just say at the time I was a tad bit naive. I may have shown regret, but now I don't see it as chaotic but the rebirth of who I am today. We started out in a very weird way. We met through a friend and got acquainted. It went on and on. It went, sorry, it went on and off uh, through text messages, to frequent messages and seeing each other on a regular. I was out sort of, of an emotional and mentally abusive relationship. So of course I was going to jump the gun and be with someone who showed me some TLC. Fast forward to a few weeks, he invites me for a drink. Your girl was dizzy, so I went for drinks and ditched class. Drinks turned into flirtatious moves and everything else till he said, can we go somewhere private? I was like, yeah, I like that. And so we went out, but lo and behold, remind me to not date a broke guy who takes me to his friend's place to mount me. Why does that word always make me laugh? We get there and we do the fake pretend romance people do for wire wireling. Uh, what is wire wireling in English? Um, wasting time? Yeah. But please, I didn't get my coochie 
had shaved for this hide and seek business. So I had tact. I looked deep into his eyes to give him the, let's get this over and done with. Message received, we proceed to the sex. The sex, girl, the sex. After being acquainted with one set of dick in all my life, this one rocked my world. It was at that point I knew a girl was trapped. He easily and sensually wrapped me up, took his time when kissing me, took his time with his strokes. Girl, I fell in love with the strokes before I liked the human being. We were on for a couple of weeks, but honestly, I don't know how to handle everything. Sorry, I didn't know how to handle everything and I caved. I acted like the man was my boyfriend, but no, he uh, no, he was another woman's man. And a couple of weeks down the line, she found out. Things got hella messy, but let's just say I continued to sleep with the man till he fell in love with me. But baby girl had to ditch him. His life was too messy for my liking. Um. Okay, so this one um, gave me a bunch of stories. So I'm going to pick, I think, the third one. So she's like, my thing with all of them was they made me feel a certain way. I think I actually truly loved them. But that was how we started. And sometimes I wonder if the start didn't affect the end of the quality of the connection. Um, so, so she's like, the third guy um, left, uh, the third guy left me and then cheated on me. No, first, the third guy left her for me and then cheated on me then left me then came back and then left me then came back and we were just looking at each other like i can just imagine just like instead that uh gif where she's like looking you know you know what i mean the third one i feel like i have never been with anybody that made me feel emotional like that to this day i still lose my breath when he rose up we're not physically involved anymore but i think our thing was more than that even in the chaos, he was the most sensitive, most expressive, sexy, selfless connection I have ever experienced in my whole life. Ah, I know that connection. And what's so funny is that I know the both of, I know the people in this story and, okay, yeah, bye. So how did you meet him? I met him on Facebook. Then what happened? Then from there, like we said, meeting, I, I, could, I used to go to his place, and yeah. Did you know that he had a girlfriend? Yeah, I did. Did you care? Okay, in the beginning, he denied. He told me that was his sister. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I met his youngest sister, and then I asked him, like, oh, didn't you say she's your sister? And he's like, no, remember I told you I have four other sisters, so yeah. Is one of them. I'm like, oh, okay. But then eventually I found out that okay. I wasn't. So you didn't care when you found out? No, he used to buy me food, <laughs> take me out. I never cared. <laughs> and besides, he told me she lives in Kitwe, which I found out was a lie because she was at Unza. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what happened? Uh, what was the breakup like? Did you guys have sex? Did anything happen? Yeah, but it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It wasn't wow. the best. Uh, then why did you continue with him if it wasn't so good? Because I liked him. He has a good personality and whatnot. Yeah. Nah. Okay. So, 
what happened. How, how we stopped seeing yeah. each other now. Let me explain. So this one time he tells me, no, come over. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I go to his house. And then, ah, we're, we're, we're in his room. We're watching a movie. Yeah, we're watching a movie. Then, and then we just hear a knock at the door. Boom, boom, boom. And then he sleeps on the window. And then he's like, go under the bed. I'm like, ah. Like, go under the bed, then he's like, go under the bed, please, please. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, can I go under the bed? <laughs> I go under the bed. Firstly, the bed had dust, and I didn't want to move to the end because I didn't want to get dirty. Oh, uh-huh. just in the middle there. Then I just see some shoes, like, for an elderly person, and then I just start hearing, you, you won't make me die of BP, shine, shine. I just saw the way you came out of the house and I knew you are going to see a girl. And then she asked, whose shoes are these for? And I said, no, they're for my friend. She's coming right now. Then he even gets his phone and then he calls his and Can you get here right now? Fast, fast, come. Come and get your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the mom is like, the mom starts taking the video. She goes to the kitchen. She goes to the bathroom. She goes to the toilet. <laughs> then finally, I just see this light on my face. <laughs> light. Uh huh. Come out. Then I come out and then she, <laughs> she's looking at me. Hey, tell me for any day if she can dress you. Okay, can you say that in English down. for like people who don't understand Zambian languages? Mm-hmm. And then I put and I put the dress down. And then that's how come I just said pick it up my thing. So I couldn't hear what she was saying. And then was she taking a video? Next, no, she stopped. Okay. So like, so then she said, asking me, what type are you? Shani, shani. Mamanji, move and buy me. The next thing I knew, I was out of that house <laughs> running, and that woman was screaming behind me. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, I was on a flash. I didn't even ask. Her. I have a five quarter. I just entered the bus. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when this happened? How? How old were you? 18. Oh I think people forget how sex is just not bang, bang, ding. You know, same thing over and over. And with this guy, it was not, it was not about anything else. It was not about, oh, I love you. I, it wasn't about that. It was like, I want to pleasure you. And most men forget that side of it it was just forget that during sex it's just not about you it's about me too and for him he in short because there was no oh he's my man i'm gonna protect him no i am not protecting you i you yeah mm-mm. do what you gotta do and so it was more about pleasing me and whether it was when he picked me up from the airport and the car, you know, stopped somewhere before we head to my place. It was everything to do with making sure I was pleased. The same happened when it was my turn to show him and be like, did I want you to know, like, I want to make sure you're pleased, you're happy, and you're enjoying this as much as I am. I put in the effort, I put in the work, and he did the same. Like, it was a mutual thing. The sex, the affair, 
it was mutual. There was no disrespect of do this, do that. Where did you go? What did you do? No. It was so mutual and we respected each other and usually in sexual relationships, in just relationships, um, when the respect is not there, it's not worth it. But with this affair, he was so worth it. He was so worth it. And he was good. He was good at what he did. Um, yeah, I wouldn't take it back for anything. He went on for how long? Four years? And because... So this voice note is just long. But because it was... It wasn't anything to do with emotions whatsoever. We respected each other. We probably did care for each other. And I had my stuff to do whenever I would see him after six months or seven months. We knew what it was about, and it was about the both of us, and it was mutual, and it was great. After that, I continued with my life. He continued with his life until when we wanted it, so. Yeah. So, my second story. <laughs> okay. So, right, this, when I met this man, he wasn't in a relationship, right? And, like, would hang out and would chill and, you know, kind a few dates. And it was cute. He was, like, smart, really pretty. But in my head, I was just like, nah. And he had just gotten out of a relationship. I think you just know how messy men are once they're out of a relationship. Like, that's not... Already, it's just, like, not someone you want to jump into, a, like, a thing with. Or, like, there's just a sign, like, do not like this person. They might go back to their ex and fall madly in love. And then you'd be left, like, in the gutter crying. So... Um, yeah, when we met, but then apparently he had a thing with this girl, some other girl and stuff like that, and he had told me about her. And funny enough, when he told me about her, I was like, no, 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 now this nigga's looking a little bit sexy. But anyway, but then we had had sex, and the sex was, like, really good. It was nice, and, you know, it was super cool, and he excited me, and yeah, there was just, like, something nice about him, and gave, like, a really good head. So anyway, he gets into a relationship, right? I think it was like the day he got into a relationship. So um, I think he had gone out of town. Then he came back and I think he was with her. Because I think she lived out of town, right? Yeah, she lived out of town. They got into a relationship. Then like he came back. He comes back and I think he texts me. And like we're talking. I don't remember. Who. I think maybe I'm the one that texted. I think I was probably drunk and drunk texted or something. I can't remember. So we end up somehow having sex, like, um, I think we had car sex. I really can't remember. So anyway, um, we have car sex, right? Really great sex. It was a very legal place, you know, very, very legal place. So anyway, um, uh, what happens? Yeah, we have car sex. We go over back to his place, have great sex. Then he tells me he's in a relationship and suddenly, suddenly, Okay, I keep burping because of this beer. No one ever told me beer makes you burp. So anyway, suddenly, this nigga is probably like, just like the hottest thing since sliced bread. It's like my vagina couldn't get enough of him. I swear, like, God, like, the sex was just out of this world. It was really fucking amazing. And I'm very... I think he's like the guy I've been like the most I've had the most fun exploring his body. If that even makes sense. Is that like a correct 
phrase anyway so anyway we start having this amazing sex guys we once had this okay <laughs> i don't think i should say this i'm not gonna say this i'm not gonna say this i'm gonna hell but anyway we had sex at a very religious establishment where we shouldn't have been having sex but it was like really great sex and i don't know there was just something hotter and um yeah uh, we didn't stop for a very long time, honestly. We really, really didn't stop having that amazing sex. And it was, like, really, really great sex. And another thing that kind of, like, made it hot was that whenever I would have sex, and then um, there was, like, a lot of dirty talk that would happen. And, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to hell. But anyway, um, I didn't regret it. It was, yeah, probably some of the best sex of my life. Really great dick. Probably love giving him too much head. That's against the law in Zambia, but you know, head, head. You know what? Fuck that. But anyway. And I know it looks like there's a part in here that I like men whom I can't have. Um, yeah, probably there is some truth to it that I do find them exciting. Um, but I've had affairs with men whom I like I had no idea they were in relationships and when I found out I actually ended it and for others I think I liked them too much I just like continued then ended it eventually so yeah I think it's like a it's a very equal kind of thing but in case you're afraid that if you bring your man around me I'm suddenly going to decide yay this is the one I want because he's taken no, don't worry. Your men are not exciting enough to want. So we've come to the end of our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And those who hated it, that's your problem, not mine. Um, I know it kind of seems callous that these women are so unapologetic about them going out and having fun with men that weren't theirs. And society has this pressure of always putting it on the other woman to respect someone's marriage, respect someone's relationship, and never the person that's actually in the relationship. You know, it's always so funny that when it's a woman that cheats, she is this devil, this Jezebel, this woman that does, is so undeserving of this man. And when a man cheats, he is the victim, this poor sweet man that was misled by this devil Lilith. So it's it's really funny for me. You know, you know, the one thing I always preach to women is learn to be selfish. When men cheat, they do it because they want to have fun, you know. They feel they are deserving of this experience, so they go after what they want. And we never allow women to do the same thing. So when, I, so when women are out there just dating whoever the fact they want if women are out there constantly seeking excitement on their terms i feel i allow them i i don't even need to allow them i applaud it is a word i should use women should do whatever the fact that they want you know they should go out and be fun and learn to be just as selfish as men are you know so i hope you guys had fun i know i did um watch out for my next episode which will probably have something to do with sex probably because this is a podcast for those unapologetic women that are you know always seeking 
the next video.